Hello everybody and welcome back to Christians United Ministry. My name is Travis and today we are doing our weekly sermon. I know I'm a little late, but it's better late than never, right? <laughs> so today is all about love and what does love entail and how God expects us to love one another, how he loves us, and how we should love him. So love is a very consistent thing in the Bible as well as faith and honesty and his commandments. But if love is a lot it means a lot and it should always be a part of us to everybody to ourselves to our friends to our loved ones to our neighbors to our non-friends everybody love should be consistent so let's go right into it we're going to go to first john chapter 4 verse 8 there's actually two verses in this chapter and it says he that loveth not knoweth not god for God is love. And he's saying, if you do not love, then you do not know God. And he said it straightforward. I mean, because he is love. See, if he is love, but you don't have love, part of my text, I'm sorry about that. But if you don't have love, then obviously you don't have him. And it's pretty, it's pretty a plain and obvious um, piece of scripture there. But it's so important. He's telling us, and he, in all these verses, he's really beating down that we should love one another. Whether they're a friend or a family member or another. So the next verse we're going to go to is actually 1 John, Stone chapter 4. And we're going to scroll down to 16. And it says, we have known and believed that love, that the love that God has for us, God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwell in God and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out of fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he loved us first. If I say to a man, I love God and hate his brother, he is a liar. For that he loveth not his brother whom he has seen. How can he love God who he has not seen? And that's a good, good example. Is if we are here with each other and we see each other every day and we have not seen God. Have we been with God? Yes. Have have do we live with God? We should. He's there with us. But you haven't truly physically seen him. So how can you love one how can you hate one person but love the one that you don't see? And he's saying that fear, if you, that with love there is no fear. Just com constant compassion, and herein and our, is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. So we need to be crystally perfect, crystally clear with love on the day of judgment. We got to make sure that we have love for everybody, because you can't do bad with love. If you truly love humanity and every everybody. And you can't be evil, because the evil one hates, right? He has hate in his heart. 
the devil has hatred, right? The devil is the king of hate. But God is is love. God is not, he's not just the king of love. He is love. So if we truly love people, we can't harm anybody. And we can't. Neither if they loved us, they can't do harm once. Right? And if we love that we dwell in God. And then in order for dwell is live. You live in God. Because God is love. And God gives nothing but love. And he gives... And that's one important thing. Is when we see that... He said what he says. Because he loved us first. He gave us his only begotten son. Because he loved us. He didn't have to do that. But because he is love. No matter how wicked society is. God still loves us. No matter how wicked society was, he still gave us Jesus Christ. So next we're going to go to John chapter 3, verse 16. And it said, For God so loved the world that he gave, what? His only begotten Son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. What did I just say? He loved the world so much that he gave us Jesus Christ. He gave us a New Testament. Think of it as a second chance, as a new way of life. He gave us a second chance to come to glory and and live everlasting life. All you got to do is believe in him and have faith in him and love. A lot of you can see this world is falling apart because of the lack of love. Love is disseminating around the country, around the world. Wars, battles, division, politics, even religion, there's not enough love. Even in Christianity, there's not enough love. Gotta start loving. He said, whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that means... And obviously it means that he's just not talking about our physical body here. He's talking about our soul that will rise up into heaven. But it's so important to realize that, you know, when God has given us that second chance, even though we were in our wicked ways, that when, so when someone's wicked against us, we too, we too shall forgive and love. And next we're going to go to Galatians 5. Verses 22 to 23. It says, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. So the fruit of the Spirit is love. Who's the Spirit? God's the Spirit. Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So God is the Spirit. And God is what? Love. The fruit of it. So when you when you are fruitful, when the fruit of you, like you say, your, your own fruit, because we all should be good trees with good fruit, right? It should, these are characteristics that we should have. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Now, realize that love is first. So you can't have any of that other stuff. You can't have joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, or any of that. If you don't have love, it all begins in love. And that's very important to note. 
And what's also important to note is love fulfill us. And just like it's like a good tree is identified by its good fruit, but we're also identified by love. Alright, so are we a loving person or a hating person? Are we full of love or fully of hate? Because we're gonna to continue to learn this as you can't have both. If you're not truly full of love, then you're not truly loving. You're not a person of love. Remember, God is love. Next, we're going to Matthew 22, verse 36 through 40. Somebody asks Matt, uh, Jesus a question. And look how Jesus answered it. And it's very important because it's coming, first off, it's coming directly from Jesus. So let's go right to it. Master, which is the great commandment in the law. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first commandment, and a great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the laws and the prophets. So, what do you see right there? He's saying, first off, you need to love the Lord. You need to love God. That's the first, first off and foremost. There's nothing above that. What is the next part of it? He said, it's first. So first, if he's saying first is the first and the greatest, then second is just as greatest, but it lays on top of all the other commandments, yeah? So, loving thy neighbors as thyself. Do you hate yourself? No. Do you, do you mean to yourself? Or do you divide yourself by your, from yourself? No. So if you won't do it to yourself, then why won't, would you do it to anybody else? And most importantly, you say, first off, you got to love the Lord with all your heart. And that means that you, you need to do everything for him, give him all the credit, have complete faith in him and complete trust and complete love. And he says, these commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So all the laws stem from love. All the prophets stem from love. And when we love our neighbor, he's telling us we need to love everybody equally, no matter what they may do or what may happen. And I do got to apologize real quick that there's construction going on um, in my basement, so it's kind of unavoidable at this point, but just be, that's what the tapping is. But anyways, going back into it, like, you know, when you love our neighbor, we can, no matter what they do, no matter how they may have wronged us, we got to have love and forgiveness. we got to forgive them. That's a very big... You can't forgive without love. You can't have mercy without love. And you can't be forgiven if you don't forgive. And you can't receive mercy if you don't have mercy. For others... So you realize that this is a constant this is a constant theme going on that that do unto others what you want done to you. And he means it quite literally. If you hate others, God's not gonna have blood for you. But if you love others, God will love you. If you are harmful to others, God'll remember that to send you to hell. Well that's gonna be harmful. 
So we always got to be loving. When you're loving, you can't do any of that stuff. When you truly love somebody, you always forgive. You always have mercy. You never judge. You never have hate in your heart for them. Because you love. Your love is so strong. That's G the entire, entire time Jesus was on the earth. He was nothing but love. Even those who rejected him. He loved everybody. And that's what we need to do is love everybody. Next we're going to go to John 13, 34. Uh, yep, verse 13, 34. Oh, chapter 13, verse 34, sorry. And it says, New commandment I give to you unto you is that ye love one another as I loved you, and that ye also love one another. So we're saying the same thing we've been talking about. It's, it's multiple areas we're seeing this. It's, there's a whole bunch of them. I can, the list can go on forever and ever. I just picked the significant ones. And they're all significant, but you know what I mean. But anyways, going forward is, is everything he did was out of love for us. His mercy, his sacrifice, his suffrage. You notice every time he went to the mountains, you know, they always came up and he never said, go away, I'm, I'm, I'm on with the Lord. He said, no, feed them. He took a step further and said, yeah, feed them. So when someone might be annoying us, maybe we can take a step further as well and feed them. Maybe not with exactly food, but the word of God or anything. Always going to have compassion and love. And it says, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one unto another. So people identify through your love. Through your love, people identify that you are of Jesus Christ. Because God is love. And true, true knowers of God, the true, true people who seek God, can identify that through others, that they're of Jesus there of God and that's what we need to be we need to be of God with God and in God as God is in us so next we're going to go into our last chapter and it's Ephesians 5 and verse 25 and it says husbands love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. So here he's really symbolizing the true true level of love he wants you to have. So, so, so the, we already talked about this in the family, but wives were to submit to the husbands, but the husbands were to love the wives as Christ loved the church. Now what did Christ do for the church? He suffered for the church. Sacrificed for the church. He lost his life for the church. We need to do the same thing for our wives and our family. But not just our family, but he's really symbolizing the word of love here. How strong love actually is. So we should love everybody with that same love. We should have love completely for everybody. And it's just so strong. Like I can't even get the words out to describe how powerful 
love is. Because love is the root of happiness. And who who's the root of love? God. That's important. Well, anyways, I do want to thank you all for choosing Christians United Ministry today. Um, if you have any questions on today's sermon, I know it's a little short one, but if you have any questions, advice, um, or suggestions, or need a vent, please contact me as Christians United Ministry at gmail.com, and I will personally reach out. Um, this is going to be one of those, like this. I'm going to be doing another episode of Faith in a couple of weeks, another episode of Love, because it's just so, they're so important on our path to heaven that we can't miss out because there's so much in the Bible about it it's just so much well next week um, I'm going to be talking about the place we don't want to go and that's hell um, and hell is going to be next week the lake of fire I'm just going to be bringing up different verses about what describes it how do we have, you know how do we get there and all that such so anyways, my name is Travis, and this is Christians United Ministry. God be with you.